Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. In this and future episodes released on Fridays of each week, you will hear from other entrepreneurs, creators, and personal growth leaders through interviews and summaries of personal development books, strategies, tools, and ideas that can help you transform your mind and body from the inside out so you can truly, truly live the life you desire. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I have Trevor Covington on on live today with me. So thank you so much for being here, Trevor, and being my guest. So Great to be here. Yes, and so thank you because this actually is going to jumpstart and kick off the launch of the second episode of Positive Solutions for Life's podcast. And the aim of this second episode is to hear from other entrepreneurs, creators, and personal growth leaders through interviews like this one and through personal development books, um, just to learn some strategies, tools, and ideas that can help transform our minds and our bodies from the inside out, because that's what this podcast is all about. So we can expand our knowledge and increase our motivation for continuous improvement. So we can truly, truly live the life we desire. So I want to get started. Today's guest, Trevor Covington, is a recovering attorney, a happy husband. Thankfully, you're happy. I'm glad. And father and cybersecurity seller who recently completed Dr. Benjamin Hardy's exponential psychology course based on his book, 10X is Easier Than 2X. And this is where our paths have crossed. I also took the course this spring and was just blown away by it. And afterwards, we both signed up for an, an accountability group and where we were put together with about seven or eight others that meet weekly, weekly to discuss some of the ideas and to keep each other accountable from moving, moving forward and 10Xing our lives. So I'm so grateful, grateful that gotten to know you over the past few months. So welcome to the podcast, Trevor. Oh, it's great to be here. And it's it's been wonderful to get to know you, Peggy. You're just a natural leader and I'm excited to see what you do with this. Well, thank you. Is there anything else that you want the listeners to know before we get started with our conversation? I, I love the concept of your podcast because I think just learning one little tool can change your life so dramatically. Like I know me personally, <laughs> We do a lot of construction on homes. And when I got my first DeWalt impact driver, changed my life. It used to take me forever to, to do a lot of, of the work. But once I got that tool, I could do everything so much faster. And if you just learn little nuggets, they can make your life so much better. So I love what you're doing and I'm grateful to be a, a part of it. That's awesome. And that's also just you, you have those tools. You have this newsletter called Love and Money School newsletter. And I love the name of it. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about that if you want to go now, or if we want to just kind of move through the conversation and include it as we can. Uh, so if anybody wants to check it out, it's just loveandmoneyschool.beehive.com. And I just post every week about different tools or, or things that have helped me in my life and trying to, to share as much as I can that I think would be valuable to people. 
And I think love and money are so important because if you have love and money, you've got like 80, 80% of the game taken care of as far as life goes. And so I, I just love to share little tips for those two areas. Yeah, that's awesome. I've been I've been getting those newsletters on a weekly basis and it gives some great tips and tools, but there's also you put some videos in there and some quotes and it's just really interactive and interesting. So maybe we'll touch a little bit on some of those concepts, but first I want to start off like as I mentioned earlier, we were both went through Dr. Benjamin Hardy's 10x course. So what were some of your key takeaways from that? Yeah, so I love that course because it teaches you just how to level your life and to go. So when I think of 10x, I think of going from like being a baby in your mother's arms to crawling is like a 10x jump. And then going from crawling to walking and then walking to running and then running to riding a bike and then riding a bike to driving a car and then driving a car, flying an airplane, and then flying an airplane to flying a spaceship, and then flying a spaceship to teleporting. I don't, you can just keep going and going. Um, and I just love that concept because once you get to a higher level, it just, just expands the universe for you so much. And you understand so much more and you can do so much more. So like our son just learned how to ride a bike. And it took him a long time to get up the courage to do it because he'd get going, but then he'd put his feet down and he just didn't have the courage to let the bike move him forward. But once he got it down, now he can ride his bike all over the place. He loves it. We just did this bike trail called the Hiawatha in Idaho, and it's an old rail trail. And you ride through like 10 tunnels, one's a mile and a half long, and he just loved it. So being able to ride that bike just opened up so many new horizons to him. And so Ben Ben Hardy's course really taught me that we just have so many more levels that we can go up to if, if strive for that. And we can really broaden our abilities and perspective on the universe. And I loved it. And he really teaches you how to condense your time into what really matters so that you can get the most out of your time and really make those jumps quickly. And I, I loved it. What what did you think of the course? That's awesome. Well, you did it yeah, but yeah, first I wanted to say, I just, as I'm listening to you, I'm just thinking of all the freedoms that come, you know, you go from crawling on the floor to walking, what a new freedom, a new perspective, you know, and then you move up to riding the bike and look how much more freedom you can get somewhere a lot faster than you could when you're walking or you're running and just how many doors that could open. And I also, you know, kind of envision being the, the book peaks and valleys, you know, you, you climb up on a mountain and you, you get up on the peak and then you realize that that's awesome. But man, there's some, there's other peaks out there. Like there's some taller than this. And so what's next? So yeah, I just, I took away all of that, like to stretch what we think is possible. I love, I love the concept of, you know, the impossible goal. It would be impossible unless, you know, so sometimes, a lot of times I think we limit what we think is possible. And for this book, it especially just kind of expanded 
my view and, and just like, well, what if, you know, we think, oh my gosh, that's, that would just be impossible to do. You know, we say that all the time. Right. It's like, unless, and then your brain starts thinking of other options. It, It likes to problem solve. Our brain loves to problem solve. So it just opens that door to being really creative and going, well, what if? So that's, I, that's my biggest kind of takeaway. And I still kind of love that aspect. And I, I know I do a lot with that. I was just going to say, you just brought to mind, like it really helps you focus, like, cause if you can focus your action and do like continuous action day in, day out towards your goal, mm-hmm. you're going to get there and you're going to get there fast. It's like a horse with blinders. You just go in full speed ahead. And if you can do that, you're going to be able to to reach those higher levels a lot faster. And that's another thing I took from that course is just how focus and figuring out what's really important to you and focusing just on the, like the one, two or three things that are really important to you in your life and just putting your head down, going full speed ahead really creates the change that you want quickly. I loved it. Oh yeah. And I mean, just imagine, you know, our, our like squirrel brains right now, right? We're going do no, 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 no. Like every little, we, there's so much out there, so much information, so much distractions, but if you could really get clear on, on what the two or three things you want to focus on, wow, that like cuts out, like he talks about the 80%, like all the distractions and you get really focused on the 20% that is really important to you. And once you know that, you're right. Like how much quicker could you get somewhere, you know, get further along in those goals that are really important to you. So love it. I will, we could continue, we could talk about this all night. I think it was, (laughs) yes. Love, love, love that book. But I want to like touch a little bit. How do you incorporate some of those into your newsletter topics? You you recently had um, a newsletter that talked about wanderers, wishers, and doers. So can you describe right. like what those are and and really what it means to you? Yeah, yeah. So I think there are a lot of people that just kind of wander through life. And they don't commit to anything. They don't figure out what those top three are that they're really going to commit to and make happen in their life. And so they just kind of wander and they ne- never really accomplish anything significant because they never commit to it. And then you have the wishers who who do commit. Like they do say, hey, I want to lose weight. or I want to um, have a better family or I want to make so much money a year. But then when they start working towards those goals and things get challenging or uncomfortable, they stop. Mm-hmm. And then you have the doers who just get things done. Like they commit, they put on those blinders and they just go full speed ahead until they achieve their goal. And those are the people that really change the world. And they they are willing to be uncomfortable and often they have a really big underlying reason, a big why that propels them forward. And that's what allows them to just keep that focus. But often they have challenges like with their family and other things because they're so focused 
So their big challenge is making sure that they create time for family and the things that are really important in their life when they're working on these big goals. But yeah, so I think you kind of have people that fall into those three groups. And interesting because the wanderers are like, well, if I just commit to something, I'll I'll be able to make it happen. And they they have that kind of dream in their heads, just thinking, I just need to find the right thing, but they never actually commit to anything. Um, so that's one of their big hurdles. And then the the wishers just need to figure out like an undernight underlying why that's going to help them move forward when things get tough and just going to have to go through some discomfort to achieve what they really want to get done, mm -hmm. but they can do it. And if they have the underlying why to help drive them forward, that will help. So, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, like, you know, how do you transition from one to the other? And I hear, you know, the why is the big part for me. Clarity is huge you know, being very clear and that kind of ties into the why, you know, what right. is it that you really, really want? And then why do you want it? That's like a motivating right. factor, right? Like that, that's like, why. Right. and so sometimes we have to like dig deep, right? Do you have any suggestions yes. on how to like pull that out of somebody to get them from a wisher to a doer or a wanderer to a wisher and then do a doer? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, is it a process? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's like the, what we learned in Ben Hardy's class, just getting rid of that 80% that's really not important and figuring out what, what two or three things are really important in your life and focusing on those things and just saying, Hey, I'm going to do this no matter what and burn the ships, <laughs> like, just commit and, and do it. Because if you don't, you're just going to be a wannabe your whole life. Mm. And a lot of people end up doing that because they don't commit and they don't go through the discomfort to get where they want to go. But if they'll just do that for a month, two months, maybe three, four months, if they just, and it, and you can just take it one day at a time or even an hour at a time and just remember your why and what, what your underlying goals are and use that to keep you moving forward. And if you can do that day in, day out consistently, you're going to achieve your goal. And there's such a good book called Atomic Habits. And in there, they talk about the aggregation of marginal gains mm -hmm. and just how doing little things day in, day out. Like the British cycling team was like the worst cycling team in the world. But then David Brailsford came in and got them to start focusing on just becoming 1% better. And they focused on that daily mm -hmm. in, in every area they could. So they just made little changes every day and they were every day they were making changes. So to become better and by doing that, they became the best cycling team in just a, num a few years, mm -hmm. which is incredible. Um, and it's because they were committed. They knew what they wanted to do. They wanted to be the best cycling team in the world. Right. And they committed to doing everything they possibly could to do that and they were always looking for ways to improve and just looking for those small improvements that they can make on a daily basis so all of us can do that we can all like one big thing is called an ampm routine and you can basically just figure out what steps are going to get you to those one two or three things that really matter mm -hmm. 
So say you want like a better family life. You can commit to spending at least 15 minutes with every person in your family every day, one-on-one. -on -one. And then at the end of the day, you go through and you check off whether or not I did that. And if you didn't do it, you need to figure out why and then make sure you do it the next day. And if you do that consistently and create those steps that are going to get you to your, your one, two or three important things in life, if you know if you do those daily, you're going to hit your goal and you keep yourself accountable by, by checking the box at the, at the end of the night. And if you didn't do it, figure out why and make sure you do it the next day. And I think just little things like that can help people tremendously because it just gives you a daily routine. It gives you accountability and it really keeps you moving forward towards your goal. Yeah, that just, I mean, just those little steps, right? Just a little bit getting into right. a routine, you know, having a planner, plan your day. You know, your story about the British cycling team kind of reminds me of that, the story of the Sydney Olympics and the the rowing team that wanted to oh, make the boat the boys go in the faster, boat. you know, and all they did was focus on that question. Will and and they based every decision, everything that they did was based on that question. Will this make the boat go faster? So yeah. having kind of a a question or a mantra or just kind of that vision, why? Why do you why is this important? And and just sticking to it. But like you said, you know, having a plan in the in the morning, this is what I want to do to you know get you know, a, a little bit better, closer, deeper relationships with my family. What can I do at the end of the day review? How did I do? Yep. And it's not to yeah. put yourself down or anything, but it's just like, well, what, how does that happen? Well, in time, right. right. And you have, right. and we're in the day is, is it get kind of like, we all have good intentions sometimes of, Hey, exercising or eating better or whatever, but we have to dig into like when, when it doesn't happen, like why? Because that's really important too. Right. And this conversation brings to mind a Bible verse, which is where there is no vision, people perish. Oh yeah. And like, I just think vision is so important. So I actually have like a vision board mm -hmm. where I have like the, the things I'm working on right now that I think are going to help me get to my goals. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you can see it, but I it's actually down here. Oh, okay. Yeah. On the floor right behind me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my vision board. And it just kind of keeps, keeps what I'm working on like top of mind mm -hmm. and really helps me see that vision. So I'm not just kind of wandering around aimlessly. Like I can actually see in my mind what I'm trying to accomplish. And by doing these little things day in, day out, I know I'm going to get the things on that board. Right. Right. And I, I just love that. Yeah. It's yeah. that focus. We have to think about it every day. We have to focus on it every day. Otherwise, there are so many other things can that filter in, right? That we can get distracted by. So having that vision board, having a planner, having, you know, your goal written like in front of you, smack dab on your phone every time you like open it up or, you know, sticky notes. I love sticky notes. They're all over, you know, all over the house. Like just to remind ourselves what we're focused on. Hey, Peggy Meyer here, interrupting myself to ask you this important question. Do you have a vision or a dream for growing your business by the end of the year? 
Maybe your goal is to grow your email list, increase your profits or your sales, maybe even add a new product or service. If so, click on the link in the show notes to get the details of my free Making the Impossible Possible goal setting workshop on September 18th, sent directly to your inbox. Stretch your mind of what is possible and finish the year strong. Now back to the podcast. So that's great. So a lot of this we're talking about is kind of expanding and growing our mind. So I know Dr. Ben Hardy talks a lot about growth mindset. Um, Carol Dweck has a wonderful book mindset that talks about growth mindset and fixed mindset. So what, what, right. can, you, what can you say about that? Like what, what's your insights and knowledge about that? Yeah. So there's a quote by Steve Jobs that I just love that I think just kind of really epitomizes the, the, different mindsets and he just talks about how when we grow up we learn not to bump into walls not to not to create disturbances not to not to get in the way Mm -hmm. but he said when his life changed when he realized that if he didn't like the way the world was he could change it and he realized that you could poke the world and you make a dent in it and that like being able to change the world and poke it and make a dent in it, that is a growth mindset. And then to me, like a fixed mindset is you just accept the world way it is and you're kind of a victim of your circumstances. But we can all change the way we see the world at the very least. And a guy named um sean stevenson i don't know if you're familiar with him i i just saw it after a few years ago newsletters i pulled that up and i saw the (laughs) the video that you put in there so check that out go to his love and money school newsletter and look for is it the growth and fixed mindset one or which which under i can't remember which is under but it's so i think that one's on intentional living but okay okay yep he's amazing like you can just google sean stevenson and you'll see his videos but this guy just grew up with so many challenges And when he was a little kid, his mom's like, Sean, you can, you need to decide whether this is going to be a burden or a gift. And he decided to make it a gift. And he used his gift to change so many lives and just leave such a huge impact on the world. And it just gives me goosebumps talking about it because he's just incredible. Um, But he basically teaches, like, if you want to be miserable, all you have to do is focus on what you don't like, what you what you don't want, <laughs> and what you don't ha- have, and that's that's the formula for being miserable. But if you want to be happy, you focus on what you want, what you have. You're grateful for what you have, and you focus on what you like around you. And it, it brings to mind like the story of somebody that has this perfect lawn, but then out in the middle, they've got a weed and all they can focus on is that little weed and not the beautiful lawn. And it's just so wild to me how our focus can change our life so dramatically. Like we can focus on this one little weed and be totally miserable, or we can focus on this beautiful lawn that we can look, go light down in and look at the sky from and just have this amazing experience and be grateful for it. And if you, so 
I just love Sean. And if you get a chance, check out his videos because he is amazing. Yeah, like and how many of I us kind of ring how this... many of us are stuck? Like, right? And and it's not like we right. have it, it's not like all or nothing. We have all of this. There's some days where we can focus on just those, we can focus on the weed. And then other days we can just focus on the beauty, you know. But how do you catch yourself? Like how how would you say how do you help people catch themselves when they're like in the weeds? Yeah, I so I think you just have to pay attention to your thoughts because like I know when I started paying attention to my thoughts, a lot of them were really negative and they don't help you in any way. Like they don't make you happy. <laughs> they don't help you be more productive. They don't do anything for you. Um, and then you have like worrisome thoughts. Where I almost think of negative thoughts as like daggers, especially when you have negative thoughts towards other people. I feel like I'm throwing daggers at other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I ever, if I ever sense that, I'm like, why am I thinking this? Like, like if something's going wrong and they're doing something that's hurtful or something, then you need to fix it or you need to leave. Mm -hmm. But don't just throw daggers at people, you know. Um, and. So with, with your thoughts, like you just need to be mindful of them and, and look at where are these thoughts taking you? Because the negative thoughts are just going to take you on a downward spiral. Like they're not going to get you anywhere that you want to go usually. So you need, need boundaries and you need to be aware of, of things that could cause harm in your surroundings, but you don't need to focus on those things. Mm -hmm. So you can focus on all the beauty around you and be aware of the things you need to be aware of at the same time. And a lot of people just get focused on the negative and they go in this downward spiral when they could be aware of the negative, but then also focus on the positive. This morning I was outside, I went for a run and I was just thinking how beautiful our neighborhood is. But then there was kind of that dark cloud of, oh my gosh, there's some, something horrible could have happened yesterday. And I can choose to focus on that or I can choose to be aware of that and make sure my kids know about it and make sure our community knows about it. But then I can still focus on just how beautiful everything is around us and how many amazing things we have in our life. And so that's kind of how I do it. It's just being aware of your thoughts and thinking, where are these thoughts going to take me? Are they going to take me to a positive happy place or are they going to take me to a negative sad place yeah and the awareness I want to be in a happy positive place oh yeah so okay. yeah I think we all do really want to just how aware like you said how aware are we of our thoughts and I and I often think about like if we actually paid attention to our thoughts and we're aware of them like would we talk to a friend like we talk to ourselves you know, all the things that we say. And if we do, right. how many friends would we have? Like oftentimes, like you know, right. if we have a friend that's in that negative mood. I mean, I think most of us would want kind of like try to pick them up a little bit, you know, and, and, you know, oh, it's not that bad. You know, you can do it, you know, kind of a pick me up versus, oh yeah, you're just a piece of crap. You know, you know, like <laughs> you, you know, we don't, we don't right. do that to friends. Right. So I think like, we might have to shift and be aware. And then like, would I say that to a friend, you know, or would I want my friend to say that to me, you know, 
and what would I want to say? What would I want to hear? So the awareness is, is really, really key to a lot of that. So uh, thank you for all of that. But I want, I want to touch a little bit. We haven't touched on money because you have your, your newsletter is love and money. So, right. So what money insights do you have that you could share with us? Cause I'm interested in, in hearing. Yeah. So like in America, money is so because it gives you freedom. It gives you the ability to get your kids good healthcare. It gives you the ability to live a good life. So money is so important, especially in America. Um, and I really want to help people learn how to get their money to work for them so they don't have to work for money. Mm. And just doing little little things can have a huge payoff down the road. So it's like the aggregation of marginal gains like we talked about earlier. Like you invest your money at, like if, if you're able to find like a 25% return, which is pretty hard to do, very hard to do, unless you're like buying real estate, fixing it up and, and renting it or flipping it. Or th there are a lot of ways to do it, but it's not easy usually. Yeah. Um, but if you have $10,000 and you get a 25% return on that $10,000 in 20 years, that $10,000 is going to be almost a million dollars. Wow. So getting your money to work for you can just do magical things. And like, it's simple right now to get your money to work for you because you can just go put your money in a CD, just in a no penalty CD, which means I can pull it out anytime. And it's in there at 4.75%. So it's not making me a lot of money, but it's making me more than I'm paying on like my, my house interest rate, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's a little bit of money, but over time that money becomes a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And so just doing simple things, like putting your savings in like a high interest savings account. Like I think American Express has like a 4% high interest savings account. So just doing things like that over time can have a huge impact on your life. And money is, is so important just because it's freedom in America. Mm -hmm. My wife and I were just over in Sweden and it was such a different culture. Um, and I just read this book called The Nordic Theory of Everything. And it talks about the difference between like Sweden, Finland, and the Nordic countries in the US. And just how in those countries, like they don't worry about money because it's not it's not on the radar like the the author was a journalist in finland and then she married a guy from the u.s and she just taught how when she was a kid she'd watch american tv shows and she never understood why the women cared so much about how much money the men made because <laughs> it didn't matter in her country and like she never understood why the wedding rings were like the engagement rings were so big for the women in america because then Finland, they just exchange gold rings. And it's because in, in those countries, money, everybody makes enough money to live a good life and everybody has healthcare. And so they have freedom to marry, not based on money, but on who they really care about. And they have the ability to do jobs that they really care about instead of just jobs that pay well. And so I just found that really interesting. And so in America, though, like if you don't have money, you can't get good health care, you can't get good schools for your kids, and you can't enjoy a lot of the freedoms that we talk about so much in America. So I just think it's so important that you get your money to work for you and learn how to invest so that by the time you're like 40 or 50 
or like 10 years from now, you've got enough money where you're financially independent. Mm -hmm. So like one of the things on my vision board is become financially independent this year. So we'll see if it happens or not, but that's my goal. And I just think that's so important for everybody because it allows us to do the work that we really care about and spend time with the people that we really want to spend our time with and leave the impact on the world that we really want to leave instead of trading our time for money and trading a lot of our life for money, basically, so that we can survive and get some of the freedom that we want. Yeah. Money, money is freedom, isn't it? (laughs) In a lot of ways, you know, um, what we can do, you know, our health, our education. Yeah. And it's so interesting, you know, to hear different points of view from a different, from different cultures around the world, because it's right. Not everybody values or puts the value of money in it. Like the U S does, you know, like you said, if you're in a country, Sweden and you know, it's all or Finland and it's, you know, everybody has enough, like there's no worries of, of that. Just think of the different things you think about and and the priorities you can have, you know, it's, it's, it's making that impact. If you have the money, you know, here in the U S to be free, to do what you want to do to what you love to do, to make a bigger impact. And I think that's kind of what we're all here for. I hope, I don't know, maybe it's just my thinking, but I think, I think we all want to make a difference in some ways. So that's awesome. So right. your, your newsletter has some of that, some of the money tips and tools and strategies to, you know, expand that to get that freedom as well. So you got a, a lot packed into your newsletters. Yeah. I, I just love sharing insights that have helped me. Yeah. Well, you know what? I love it. Because not everybody does. Like not everybody goes out and searches for those things, right? But if you have a little, little snips, of of that just all we need is just a little idea a little light bulb right. that can turn on and it just can make a huge difference in someone's lives so really appreciate it I, I love the newsletter and just check it out it's love in school newsletter and I'll put the link to that in the show notes um, with that but as we wrap up here Trevor are do you have like a just parting words or just a couple things that you really want people to remember or to know? I just feel like life is so short and it's so important that we live it well and just learning little tips can change our lives and make them so much better. And I I just love what you're doing here, Peggy. And I love like people like Ben Hardy that are out there just help people make their lives better so uh, just everybody just keep moving forward and uh, like we talked about on the show if you just do little things over time they'll have huge impact on your life your family and the changes you make in your life don't only change you and your life but they change your family's life and they change the lives of everybody around you and so as you go out there and start doing more and more amazing things you'll see other people life start doing other more and more amazing things and making these 10x jumps that we talked about and it's just incredible to watch and it's fun to just kind of be at the beginning like I feel like I'm just getting started but I'm already seeing some of those results Mm -hmm. and I love it 
So I just encourage everybody to keep moving forward and, and look for ways to do that in your own lives. And thank you, Peggy, for creating a platform where, where people can find information on how to do that. And well, thanks thank for having Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you so much for being my guest. And it's, it's been wonderful talking with you so much. Yeah. Just take one step today. You've listened to this podcast today. So you've gotten a couple insights. Just remember them and take steps towards those. So thanks again, Trevor. Check out his newsletter, Love and Money School. And we'll see you again in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.